you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's another episode, a special episode that I started for Fridays. And I'm calling it Friday Spiritual Talk and Advice. And I have one of my mentors who is a multidimensional hypnotherapist and spiritual advisor as well. And she's a good friend of mine. Please welcome Mary Youngblood. Hey, Kim, how are you? I, I've been going through some experiences and noticing some things. I feel like I'm going through a spiritual surgery. They're like trying to um, fix and repair and heal certain things. So that's been interesting, needless to say. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment. Nope. <laughs> I keep saying that. Never dull moment. It's always no, important. something's always happening, isn't it? It does seem that way, honestly. I feel like it's things are constantly changing, even energetically, spiritually, emotionally. It, it's with everything. The chaos has to come through to clean out and heal so we can evolve and go to the next level. Would you agree on that? Definitely. And the one, you know, one thing that is um, def definitely certain is that things are constantly changing. There's nothing and nothing in this universe that is ever stagnant or stale. Um, everything is always changing and moving. And as spiritual beings, we're always looking to grow and change and evolve. So absolutely. And, you know, the one thing that's really been like heavy on my heart is looking at, you know, this beautiful planet that we live on and what's going on in, you know, the flooding, you know, these storms, the heat wave and these wildfires that are going on in the West. I, I'm just like, it seems like every year it, it's getting worse and my question is, because, you know, everything is created from energy. Energy turns into matter. And my question is, is with the emotions and energy of all this violence and this hatred, this negative energy, is this creating all these other aspects of what's going on on our planet there we're all connected would you agree absolutely yeah there's no question we're all connected and, and i think and definitely the concerns of the planet and what's going on so we have i feel that we have um a way to look at this which the way i look at almost everything is from a more of a holistic approach so spirit mind and body and this doesn't this order doesn't necessarily change just because we're speaking of the environment and maybe not a the soul or a human being because it all comes back to human consciousness so um does the planet and in the science and environmentalists um is there a naturally occurring process within the planet alone and the environment for sure um, but I feel that one of the most, the largest impactful um, 
part of this is human beings. And hum human beings, of course, um, we activate and um, intensify what's going on because of the collective energy of what is going on individually with every each and every person on this planet. Because everything that we see is an outward um, an outward example or an outward um, expression an expression of what's going on in here in every an individual person that is on this planet. So we have this whole, we have this inner situation going on. And over the years, decades, centuries, um, you know, we've, we're, the human race seems to be so focused on the outer experience. So we, so things are kind of backwards, you know, the order, isn't um, coming from within and going without and saying, okay, what am I seeing now? Because what's happening is, is that if each of us aren't taking charge or time or responsibility for looking at and making these changes within ourselves, within our minds, within our soul, within our hearts, then, um, then there's no way that we can take what's going on, what's really going on in here, which is affecting the whole outer picture and the outer expression of what's going on with the planet. Um, so we can't possibly fix it from an outward standpoint. You know, it's it's never going to work that way. So what we need to do, and yes, the, as far as each of us taking responsibility, it's an inward job always. So we have to think about, we have to look at and really take stock and um, of what's going on within us, where are our old hurts, our wounds, our fears, our hate, our love, our, you know, connection, our disconnection, you know, what's going on there. We can't, we're, we're so focused outside of ourselves and, and try to fix problems with that mindset of it being outside. And so it just creates more and more problem instead of actually, um, producing, um, a way to solve the problem. Yeah. So I feel like, because, you know, we look at, and, and then you, you magnify this uh, for the whole world. So you can take one person, one county, one city, one state, one country, one continent, but then, you know, it, um, and the focuses for a long time uh, have been um, out, you know, fixing the problem, fixing the problem. It's always the outside. It's the, it's the, it, the effect and it's like no we got to look for the what's causing the effect because if we just try to whack it whack the problem <laughs> with it with something that's outside of ourselves then we're not really we're not really fixing the problem because see what we hold inside the energy and the world that we have inside of ourselves our, our thoughts our feelings our fears our hopes our love you know it's all of that it's our it's our consciousness it's our mindset it's our feelings it's our emotions um, it's our words. It's the way that we feel about ourselves um, that is projecting that reflection out into the world. Um, and the more we, even even for those of us who love the environment, they get caught on, got get caught up in. Oh, this is so bad. This is heartbreaking. You know. Well, you know, go, go and yes, it's not pleasant to see sometimes what's happening outside of ourselves. Um, but each of us take. A piece of that responsibility because until we fix this world that world isn't going to change 
Well, then would it be safe to say, Mary, that, you know, I've been talking about this on my show, these limited beliefs and the mental programmings, which is connected to the emotional energetic tonic. They're all in tangent together. So it's, yeah, we got to stop and look inside ourselves. And what if those beliefs and, and programmings are no longer serving? They're just repeating itself. And that's part of the root of the problem. Definitely. Definitely. That's what, yeah. In taking responsibility and finding out where are those programs? Where are my old, you know, was that old consciousness and the old thought? A lot of people were not, you know, so, so many of us, um, there's so much that we're not even aware of, you know, so consciously you've got um, a whole bunch of human beings running around that aren't even uh, consciously aware of what's going on behind the scenes within themselves. So it does take, um, it definitely takes some effort. It takes some, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta do the work. You gotta, you gotta start, um, having, you know, ha having things as things come to your awareness or saying, okay, I'm not even consciously aware that there could be things going on inside of me that are affecting, um, not only my personal life, but, um, the planet as a whole. So, so then we start um, taking attention and be like, oh, wow, okay, let's go investigate what could be there, you know, but, but as individuals, you know, it's, it's up to us as individuals to make the effort. It's up to us to put in the work, which is going to and does and can for anybody, you know, we are in an extraordinary time where there's so much of so much of this isn't taboo anymore. There's people, there's coaching, they're spiritual. You go, you go on the internet and you can see all these, you know, people's websites are using language like universal truths and love and, and balance. And, you know, so, so the consciousness is definitely shifting. People were in a day and a, a time where this isn't, um, these aren't things that aren't being used. These aren't words. There's so many of these spiritual or new age words, if you will, um, that are becoming more common to the common folk. So, um, I feel that um, being able to, you know, take responsibility and dive in and say, you know, well, what is this? You know, what is what does this look like? What does this mean? Well, not only by doing these kind of things and going, you know, doing any kind of inner work, whether it's through mind um, or body. So when we say mind, what are we talking about? Well, definitely the conscious mind has to change. You know, we got to get rid of the old programming and the old beliefs and the wounds and the hurts and resentments and all that kind of stuff. Um, how do we do that? Some of it is through conscious effort, efforts. Some a, a big portion of it is very unconscious. We're running on these um, programs, these energies, these thoughts, process, all this stuff is unconscious. So, you know, again, it's, it's finding a starting point as a person, you know, where do I start? Well, by asking the question is a great place to start, you know, staying open to um, the answers that come, you know, oh, it's, you know, we hear these things, synchronicities and um, no coincidence and stuff. As soon as I'll guarantee you this, that this is the soul and the spiritual side of all of this, is that once you ask the question, the answer has to come. It's automatic. It will come. It'll come whether it's in a book, the next person you talk to, a thought inside your head, but it's there. You know, so the first thing I'd say, start asking the questions and, and allow those answers to come and more and more will continuously be revealed, you know, um, it, you know, going back even in history, you know, all stuff that maybe if we were to approach um, different, uh, you know, maybe um, more of a political or great businesses, you know, maybe they think some of this is like woo woo talk, but no, you know, going back in history, 
these um, some of the the thinking and the mindset, you know, even behind um, some of our great leaders, um, hundreds of years ago or a hundred years ago or, or a little or more, um, this that these were topics that were coming up or these were um, lifestyle ideas that people were fascinated by and people didn't really question. They certainly weren't. Oh well, that's woo woo stuff. No, it's this isn't. <laughs> This isn't all just always woo-woo stuff just because we're talking about topics and using words that uh, for a long time people were afraid of using and shutting down because, we're, you know, we, we work with just the outer experiences and the institutions and stuff like that. Well, in back in history, you know, you know, in the religion history, if you even thought outside the box... And thought differently, you know, you were either a witch, you were, you know, the total opposite. And there was like violent things that happened because of, you know, an individual thinking outside the box and even questioning religion. So it's like, what if those people were actually speaking truth and trying to help it enlighten others? However, they got persecuted. They got tortured. They even got murdered for that. Mm -hmm. So I think that goes back, you know, going back in time, you know, not being able to think outside the box. And now it's time. It's time to wake up. And the truth is inside us. It is. And when you mentioned earlier, you know, when you asked, and that that's how my journey went. I started really heartfelt, authentic questions of why am I here? Is there more to life than this? And, and what's my purpose being here? That's exactly. how my journey started. Exactly. And it's been a wild ride. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> it has definitely been a wild ride. But what a journey, you know, what, a, what, a, you know, for, I, I guess as a natural born uh, explorer, that's my, that's my, uh, my personality, that's my soul, you know, wanting to, to um, adventure and explore. So to me, the, the exploration process, it's never been really difficult for me. And I've never been afraid of exploring, you know, and, and I'll say that first, it, like you said, it started with myself, you know, and I, I don't think I've ever, I don't recall, at least at this moment, ever being afraid of looking at or investigating or taking a look, a great adventure with it. Like you said, asking the questions, what, where is this? What's happening? There's more, is there more to life than this? Is there more than that than to me than even what I noticed? So all those things are a great inner adventure. And then once you get that, you can go on an outer adventure with it and find others that are, um, you know, taking that inward journey and finding out what's going on. Still, again, you know, the most important thing is finding out about yourself. Who wouldn't want to know who they really are, you know, on so many levels, you know, and, and, and we do this, you know, once we do it and, and we get, get to know ourselves, then it becomes just a, a, a an everyday process of, you know, it becomes just a, um, a part, a, a way of living, you know, where you're constantly becoming self-aware and you're asking more questions because we continue to grow and change. Right. And um, you mentioned something just a minute ago and it, it changes our, it, the one thing that comes to mind is, you know, 
I came across this quote. Humanity was not supposed to exist like this. Yes. And I question, I'm like, well, how is humanity supposed to exist then? Where, where's the, you know, what's truly going on? Why things are the way they are and how can we change that? So humanity can exist on this beautiful, wonderful, amazing planet that we live on. And I'm, you know, as an observer, not to be judgmental, but observing, I'm like, all this chaos, there's a connection to this of why this is happening. And I'm just like the investigator researcher trying to connect the dots. So I can like, because I feel innately, maybe that's the correct word, that we're all here to make a difference and an impact for the better. And that's the journey of discovering it. Because spirituality is not inherited, it's discovered. Would you agree? Say that part again. I'm sorry. Spirituality is not inherited. It's discovered. And we've been under a false identity of who we are. And with everything going on, I'm looking around like there's a connection here. And how do we fix this to where humanity can exist on this beautiful, wonderful, amazing planet? But like yeah. all of us get along. Like... I, I I can imagine, oh my God, there's more peace, there's more love. Everyone's getting along. Everyone's nice to one another. And it's like a beautiful vision that I really try hard to hold on and put that love into that vision. Because everything starts with the imagination and the thought. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely with the imagination and thoughts and also um, definitely with that. And then also with, you know, with what's going on within us again, our energy, you know, but yeah, absolutely. I'm just, so I'm curious what, what does, let's, let's get the spirit guides in and, you know, start asking for, you know, and seeking, you know, some possible to the truth for sure. But insight on what's going on and how we can make that step for the better. What what do they say about what with what's going on? Um, well, first let me let me go back and comment on that. Um, you know, the again, you know, the the love, you know, the self-love, um, just more joy, more love um is definitely going to kind of put us in you know we're you said something and i just forgot what it was a second ago you said something and it was um anyways okay i lost that train of, lost that train of thought it was something that you said and i was going to comment on it with what was coming through so maybe that will come well back. bring it back spirit guides hello bring it back <laughs> Let her well, it'll flow it'll it'll come when it comes <laughs> right but i am curious of you know being human and 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 uh oh, dr i'm getting hit on something dr joe dispenza says our reality is based on our mindset and our beliefs yes so 
I, I'm thinking when I hear that, I'm like, well, I have to change my mindset and my beliefs to create the reality that I, I, I want and seek. Right. So for instance, you know, let's look at, let's look at some of these, let's look at some of the, um, uh, situations going on with the planet, you know, so, okay, we got fires raging out of control. They have been, you know, even going back to earlier this year, we had them in Colorado, uh, I think Washington, I, I'm not sure what all states, but, you know, California has always been a hot spot for fires. They're always getting slammed with these fires burning. And, and um, then we've had a lot of flooding. So we've got the waters, we've got the fires, so we've got these elements, right? And these elements are being supercharged. How are they being supercharged? They're being super. They're two. There's two aspects. We're gonna look at. We're gonna look at two different parts that I feel are really important. And all of this. This is. You know. I. So everything that when I'm talking, that the most of the some of it's um, maybe based on my personal experiences, but a lot of it is exactly the information that's coming through me. So you know, this is pure spiritual information. Whether it's. Um, you know, everything that comes through me is either guy is spirit guides. Um, intelligent groups, you know, bringing the information to me. But let's look at some of that. So we have these elements, you know, what we got uh, fire, water, earth, and air. So those are just the four elements that we know. Okay. So we got fires that are raging and they're, and they're kind of turning and taking over. So these, so then we would look to ourselves. Let's say if we were going to take a personal inventory and say, hmm, what is going on with me that could possibly be um, affecting or contributing to the fires? Okay, well, then we had to look and say, well, what, you know, what is, what's in, what's on fire within me? What's going on? What is burning out of control? What is ready to be totally brought to ash so that something new can come out of it? So we look at that and we see what, where, where's the pain body there? Is there something? Is it more of a positive? Is it that we have blocked off a part of ourselves in that flow of burning passion or burning love or desire? Um, for communication and stuff like that. So we got to look at, it's one of two things, but it's always, again, it's always something within. So how, you know, how can I change blazing fires going on around the world? Well, I got to see where it's either blocked or blazing in the wrong way with inside of me. Okay. So, and, and then of course that will always go out collectively too. And even past because you bring up programming. And so we could look at generationally or, you know, um, our parents, their parents, their parents, you know, and other influences, aunts, uncles, whatever relatives are going on. Okay, what was, was there something off in there? Was there, a, was there a fire that was needing to burn that was not burning? Was there something that needed to just go to ash, you know, because that, that ash provides beautiful grounds for new growth to happen. So it's very enriching. So you got this awesome, this, this awesome way of looking at all of it. Um, and, you know, and then we could also say, you know, well then, okay, if, if the, if the, if that element of fire is giving us a message to, again, the message would be externally, if we were to take it from an external point of view, then we still bring it to inside and say, what is it trying to show me? It's teaching me something. What is it? What is going on inside of me that I'm not wanting to look at or, um, change or that I'm not even aware of, but I need to be aware. So it's bringing to my attention that there's something off balance there with that element, you know? And so then we have the opportunity to fix it. Anything that we do in individual 
if we 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 can spark that in somebody else but we need to you know to have us all having a, a thought about something together would be that we all start doing this and the majority of us start thinking and living and feeling this way it shifts it shifts all of the energy everything is connected and you said that at the beginning of the show everything is connected and we are connected to everything so there's nothing that is happening anywhere that we are not a part of or separate from see so, I mean, it gets, it can get kind of deep, but I know you're following and I'm sure some of the listeners are, will be following along. You know, again, this is just, you know, what comes to me to share, um, you know, and you can say be the same thing with water, you know, and, and there's, okay, with the water element and we could break it down into all these different pieces, but it still comes back to, I'm either, I'm, I'm a part of it, creating it externally, or externally, it is also, um, uh, so it's kind of win-win because externally, it's also, if, I, if I'm not seeing it within myself and I'm seeing it outside of myself, then that is also a teacher. It's showing me something. There's something that I'm missing, seeing, or, or need to know within myself that can change, or there's something within myself that I'm aware of and that I need to change so that the outer experience can also be different. We've gotten so disc, so we could use that with water. We could use that with fire, air, earth, you know, um, as far as earth's concerned, we've gotten so, we've gotten so many of us, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say there's a lot of us that are coming to, that are coming to, you know, coming to consciousness, coming, awakening. And so that's really good to put a very nice positive spin. There's probably more people that have at least been introduced to the idea or the language, whether they people understand really what's going on. Uh, maybe it's because it's trendy now to be doing these kinds of things and having coaches and stuff. So fine, let it be trendy. If it gets people to, you know, get hooked on a, a positive spin or hooked on a, a, a word, a topic, a theme where that gets them questioning, then that's really good. And I feel like there are a bunch of us. But I also feel that um, the, you know, the disconnect from this planet you know, we're all running around. I mean, maybe not all of us, but there's a lot of us still running around like um, like chicken with our heads cut off. And we think that's normal. It's not. <laughs> it's not normal and it's not healthy. But we're doing some of us are doing it anyways. And, you know, that's OK, I suppose. But not if we're looking to change those very things, then, um, you know, then we have to be we have to come, become aware of this. Uh, but the disconnect between Earth. Okay, just that element alone, our humanness and the disconnect from this planet is a big part of it as well. That energy is being um, recognized, that energy is being absorbed and has been being absorbed um, through um, consciousness between ourselves and the planet. And that might be higher and that might be something that we're really not aware of unless we're really connected um, spiritually or consciously, that higher super consciousness. Uh, but we look at the disconnect between ourselves and the planet, and that's a huge part. You know, if we were to disconnect ourselves from, within any kind of relationship, we start to see things falling apart. We start to see what what that looks like as things separate. Imagine a, a mountain or a rock separating, like when we have earthquakes. That's separate. That separation is created. Things are happening. So we're literally separating. We've got the separation not only from ourselves and each other, but with this planet as a whole. And, and that also has a huge impact and huge effect. And we have, um, you know, our, our, our animal kingdom, our sea life, you know, also another 
great disconnection. But the problem is, uh, or the uncomfortability, and I don't know that most people maybe look at it this way, is that when we're disconnected, we're disconnected. And that gap keeps going further. There's so much that we get without even being aware of it by allowing ourselves to have connection to this planet and, and the living things and animals and stuff that are connected to this planet as well. We already know because of the Schumann resonance um, and that goes more into like, now we're going a little bit more into the explanation of like sound healing and stuff like that. What we know about these, these frequencies, um, you know, when they were sending astronauts um, out into space and they, and they were finding all these odd reactions, this was, you know, when they were first started to do this, what was lost was there is a pulse. There's a pulse within this planet, within this earth that we need. And what was happening is, is they were coming out with all these strange symptoms. And when they found out that it was because of the lack of this pulse and they were able to emulate that, those symptoms ended you know, that, that stopped. So there's, you know, that's why when people say, go take a walk in the nature, take your shoes off, go walk barefooted. There's literally, when we get into, when we get so separate, it is a vital, like this is science. This is not just spirituality. This is science that when we start to lose that disconnection, we start to become unhealthy and different elements can start occurring. So, and especially true for people who live in really large cities where there's not a lot of that. There's, we've got um, buildings, we've got internets, we've got towers, we've got airports, you know, we've got all these systems running, which break up that frequency of the earth's tone, natural tone. So it's very, in it's very interesting, but I feel that, you know, our lack of connection to our planet, our lack of connection to our environment. Again, this is everyday personal, you know, we'd have to become aware and really, you know, really make an effort to stop that. You know, there, the oceans, the ocean life, you know, there's there's that element of water and we have our, our dolphins, we have our, you know, all these, this, this whole system of living that's in, this, that's in the water. Um, and it's so powerful and there's so much by having that connection, there's so much that we bring with us that we learn that. And, and again, you don't even have to be consciously aware of this. If you're near a body of water, go sit by that water, you know, and, and you're going to, whether you are aware of it or not, changes are happening to you and to that water system and to all the living, all the living entities and, um, you know, life that, takes up that body of water so you know it's it's really really it's cool but you know we gotta we gotta re make sure that we gotta have the mindset of reconnecting and and you know you know and we can do that with any any of the elements you know the best way to do it i still feel is to connect with self but if you're not at that point then connect with the planet definitely connect with your environment with your surroundings I think once you connect with the planet and whatnot, things just shift. The energy shifts. Exactly. And this planet is, I mean, it's, there was something that I heard and I'm trying to read something about mankind is destroying mankind and this planet. If we keep up down this path. Right. But we have the power to change our minds. Yes. The and mind mine is, Greed, narcissism, greed, control, and power. Using the power for controlling, manipulating, 
and and greed has been going on way too long. And that's and history shows it. Yeah. So that has to shift and change too. You know, and and but here's the 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 funny part. I mean, it's not so funny, but it's funny to me. It's how come when there is a catastrophe, everyone collectively, you know, joins together, unites to help one another, but they don't do it on a daily basis. I'll tell, I'll, yeah, that's a really, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. On a daily basis, man is always living, most men are, most humans are living outside of themselves. So that's the first thing. Until we stop, until human beings stop living outside of themselves, you know, then that's going to, you know, continue to um, be passed down. Um, but then I also think that it comes back to, you know, the, the, the human instinct isn't survival of the fittest. That's maybe the second human instinct. The first, the first real instinct we have is unconditional love. And that's why in emergency situations, you'll hear that man that just pulled off the side of the road and you ask him, why'd you dive into that pond at night? I saw the car crash and I wanted to go save the life. You know, the human, real human nature is unconditional love. You don't even think about it. Your natural response is to save, is to help, is to do something about it. And I think when something really big happens, the first thing we do is to come together. And then the outward, you know, humans living outside of themselves then comes in. Then it starts to break apart because now we have all the humanness that's disconnected from love all those things start coming back in and they you know and that kind of pulls it apart and breaks it down into all all kinds of weird and funky unhealthiness but um it doesn't have to be that way but that's why we see those those the, exactly what you were talking about and the first because our first and our first real instinct is unconditional love that's our first nature it's our only nature actually Everything else is a spinoff off of that, whether we're in it, whether we're um, outside of ourselves or, or, you know, come from a place from within. Anytime we come from a place outside of ourselves, we're, we're, gonna, we're done. We're doomed. Well, and, and the thing is, is, you know, this has been taught. It's a been, it's a program, even through our parents, even through religion, conditional love instead of unconditional love. And yeah. You know, speaking, you know, in the, in the spiritual realm of things, in the spiritual realm, there there is unconditional love. And it doesn't matter what sex, gender, you know, um, race or color you are. You're just a divine being. When we step into real love, everything else disappears. When you're in that place of love, when you when we when you're coming from unconditional love, you're not you're not see all that stuff disappears. The mind stops perceiving a body. The mind stops perceiving ugly, fat, rich, poor, broken, whole. The, all of that goes away. So when you're standing in unconditional love, talking to someone, everything else disappears because in what we're doing is soul communication. Now this is spirit communication. So we're, we're communicating from our original language, which is love. Pure love that's deep within us. It's already in us. We don't have to look outwards. It's already in us. We just got to go inward, connect, or I, I should say reconnect. Remember who and, and what remember. we are. Remembering who and what we are first. You can't go wrong. 
it's win, it's a win-win. And this whole life thing, you know, it's it's a win-win too. You know, if we want to really, really, you know, stretch people's minds, you know, um, yeah, it's a you know, it's a win-win. It's a fixed game. You know, at the end of it all, you know, we all we all return to perfect bliss. So you know, all of this stuff, you know, it's cool, and we're supposed to be having these conversations and we're supposed to be writing these books and, 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 sh you know, sharing and, and all this kind of, all this kind of stuff. Um, but you, what's really cool is that you can't go wrong. You can't really, you can't really go no. wrong. You know? Even all this is, is cool because, um, you know, it does wake up within ourselves. And, and, and what I like about what I love about sharing and what we're doing right now is because, uh, just like, you know, that, the whole thing, the more you, what you give, you receive. Well, if you, what, what you want to know more of, you teach it, you share it, what you want, what you want anchored deep inside, the more you share, um, uh, the, the ink that anchors it even deeper within ourselves. So it, again, when, when we're, you know, yeah, I, it's just amazing to me. And uh, yeah, the, the human, there. I am a human being, but I'm also a spiritual being, sexual being inside this human being. And I happen to be a female redhead. So I was like, okay, I'm in this body. And you know what? I'm going to not take advantage in a, in a, a negative, but I'm going to take advantage of being in this human being and make a life and, you know, change reality, my reality so I can live, be the best version of myself and start living my best life now. And as a coach, that's what I, you know, practicing what I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. And it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. That's for damn sure. It's not like going to a McDonald's drive through and here, bam, there you go. It doesn't, it takes practice and constantly being aware of my thoughts and my feeling and I, I'm always listening to Dr. Wayne Dreyer and Dr. Joe Dispenza. And fabulous, uh, fabulous, fabulous, fab, two, two, two absolutely fantastic men that really understand and really have it going on. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and Dr. Wayne says, uh, change your feeling changes your destiny. That's right. You change the way you feel. You, it's not just our thoughts. It's what we're feeling because there's a connection. And Dr. Joe says the thought is the language to the mind, but the feeling is the language to the body. Yes. Yes, exactly. So I feel that if we all start paying attention, you know, and there's so much... You know, the news and the media and everything, I, I limit myself on how much I watch in the news. It's just, it, it can get, because what you're perceiving, what you're seeing and hearing, you're perceiving, and then you get affected by that, because that is a negative energy. But, and I've gotten to the point now where I'm observing what's going on, but I limit myself on how much I take in. Be aware, be informed. And right now I've been shifting to reading instead of watching. I, I don't read I read constant. Yeah. 
that's been coming up for me too. You I mean, I've always been a reader. I enjoy reading and I enjoy writing. Those are two things that I've always done and will probably always do. Um, but definitely it's been, yeah, definitely been coming in even stronger, I've noticed. Um, you know, and we go back to, you know, like with the news and media and stuff like that. And absolutely, you know, we got to be aware of that kind of stuff too, because you got to, you know, we, we remembering, you know, these institutions, I'll call it, that's kind of in my overall word for, you know, it can be the, the, the schools, the media, the hospitals, the pharmaceutical, you know, the government, but whatever, these are all institutions, okay, created obviously by um, the insanity, or turned insane by mankind or our thinking, but it's kind of like this, you know, we got these institutions that, um, again, that are, you know, maybe when some of these things were created, it was created with a different mindset. Some of these things were created a very long time ago. And at that time, the heart, the integrity, the mindset um, presented and, and was able to create some of these institutions that were established to work accordingly. But what happened is the hearts and the minds behind it changed. So the sicker, the more unhealthy humans and their thinking and living and feeling became so did the distortion of these institutions. So, so we have um, these institutions that need to be completely rehabilitated. And um, we have humans that need to be retrained. You know, and I took that from Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, when he says, I rehabilitate dogs and I train humans. That's exactly what we need to do. Where's Caesar? <laughs> we, that's what we need to do. To <laughs> we need to rehabilitate or restructure these institutions from a mindset that is, that is newly trained. You know, and, and Einstein kind of, you know, he, 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 there's so many people in the past, so many great, great people, of, you know, that also had um, taught us these things, you know, Tesla, and, hello, uh, you know, and you, that, that if there's a problem, you, there's a problem, you step outside of that and scientists do this and, and you know, and, and it's like, step outside of that mindset. It's, you know, it's not changing the outer, it's, again, it's the inner, well, change the mind to fix the problem. You can't fix the, you know what I mean? It's, so again, it's that we're, 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 we've been conditioned to live outside of ourselves and try to fix things outside, you know, everything's from an outside um, perspective. And, and that's kind of the way that, that is the way that we've been doing things is trying to fix something fix the outer with the outer and it's, it's not going to happen. That's not like matter change matter with matter and it doesn't work it's, that way. That's right. That's exactly right. No, it's, it's, it's all an energy. We already know how all that works. Everything in this universe is, is, is vibrating and it's moving. It's what, what specific frequency, you know, and that, that goes back to us and you were talking about our own personal energy and it's like, yeah, again, you know, the more we dive into ourselves and find, and figure out even humanly with this body, of course, we want to have the best experiences while we're here. I think it's a glorious opportunity. What a what a ride. You know, we get to come here and be human and we get to have all this whole experience. We, 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 you, we know there's a part of us that always knows who and what we are spiritually from a soul perspective. Now, not many of us remember that. And it shows because through our insanity and unhealthiness as a as a whole, um, to some degree and um but yes absolutely you know but then so we're spirit we're mind but we're body 
How, I mean, how awesome is that? To me, that's so awesome. And within that body, we have this energy that's constantly running. So even if we're not, even if we've overcome and worked on our worries, some of our uh, fears and old hurts and, and wounds, that changes because we're going to be thinking where our energy, our inner little hum, kind of like a fan or when you're running your car, there's all these different vibrations going on. Well, it's the same with us layer behind layer. So we look for, as we grow and learn more about ourselves, we look for those subtle hints, those subtle vibrations. So even if our if our main ones are, are we've, we've picked them up and, and we've worked, really done the work. And so our outer vibration is really humming and buzzing really well for ourselves. You know, it's got this new, new harmonics going on. But then what's, what's, but then we need to break it down to, but the, the subtler ones to where we're so, here's a strong word for you. So to we're so acutely aware of ourselves and every vibration, everything that is going on inside of us, those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, everything's pinging at a different frequency. So we, we go deeper and deeper to make sure that those energies that are moving around us, that everything is starting to vibrate at those uh, higher, more healthy frequencies, because all of that is being put out and all of it does count and does matter, as we know. That's well put. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> some of it's me, but some of it's just what comes through me. Um, yeah, but, you know, and some of it's just for, you know, some of the stuff, it's, it is uh, consciously aware awareness because of my own personal journey and my own desire to know more. How am I going to know more about you if I don't know it about myself first? You know, how am I going to know more about this planet or the environment? How am I going to know about anything? going on if I don't first know about myself. So it, it all starts first, you know, it starts with one. Yeah. And then, you know, one, uh, I, I wouldn't want to say re well, you could probably say rediscovering yourself, Remember. but falling in love with yourself, get to that's know huge, yourself. That's a huge one. Yeah. You the know, and it's like, how can you, Love somebody else if you don't even, if you've never experienced love, you know, because of the mindset and our upbringing of how we're taught to be loved. And then how can you help others when you're in need of help yourself? Exactly. exactly. You know, and then how can we help our planet if we're not helping ourselves? That's exactly right. With the... You first, work to. on you, and then it, it will expand to other things. And it's so, like, fascinating to me because I am actually seeing, you know, very little, you know, significant things that are like, wow, okay, I see. I see what's happening here. This is okay. It's yes. a little bit. Just baby steps I'm seeing, you know, for the better. And I'm like, wow, we got some work to do. And that's why I started this podcast to, you know, get it going and just keep the momentum going and sharing, you know, what I've learned, getting other experts, getting people like you on the show to help expand, you know, the audience's mind to, to help think and just even ask the question, mm -hmm. you know, like something will be said on here that someone's going to be like, you know what, that's a good point. Oh, wow. I never thought of it that way. And now I'm having some, you know, guests and, and 
you know, people that have seen and commented or emailed me and contacted me like, wow, I never thought of it that way. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's all I want you guys to think, think differently. Right. You know, insanity is you keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Well, that's been going on for eons. We need to change. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and you had, yeah, absolutely. And you had talked about um, our, on our list of questions or things that we might want to talk about, you know, something that has come up and one of your questions was what about, you know, the hurts of others? What about the anger, the hatred, the, you know, the violence and stuff like that. And again, it's, it's very closely related to the same thing that we've been talking about with the, with the environment, you know, and, and um, just getting rid of our, you know, looking at becoming aware and, and working on, and we do our, our, these things, you know, our own, anything we see outside of ourselves, again, anything outside of ourselves, it starts with us, what with one and what's going on with us. And we have to look at that, you know, what is this trying to show me or what is this with inside of me that needs to be healed, changed, worked out, or, you know, looked at to stop reflecting what's going on out, outside of ourselves. Um, because, I think, you know, with the you know, we got to look at our own hates, our own prejudice, our own hurts, our own heartache, our own grief. If we're not willing to address that, then don't don't even bother trying to fix the world or anything outside of yourself because it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna work. So you you know we address these within ourselves too, and take it as far as you want. You know this life as far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm as long as I'm breathing and playing this human role, there's always going to be plenty to look at, heal, work on, and discover. You know because life goes on. You know, relationships happen, communication happens, energy happens, you know, things are always happening. So, you know, we so we just stay very aware, you know, we stay alert, we stay aware of ourselves first, you know, and and that connection to um, to God or your idea of spirit. I have no problem using the word God to describe that energy, that ultimate being that creative life force that we're connected to. So, you know, so we, we discover these things through our spiritual sense or our spiritual connection to that power, to, to God. So when, when we're doing that, that's what really starts to heal ourselves. That's what gives us, it's, it's, it's that energy, it's that being, it's that presence. Then, so, so healthy looks like God, that's our ultimate oneness, right? That's the ultimate, you know, there's this presence, this, this intelligence that the supernatural, whatever you want to call it, but there's this force that we're connected to. That's where we need to begin from. And then self, because it has to come, we connect back to that, that source. Then we come to self and we start, that starts working for us and starts evolving and, and remembering who we are than others. If, you know, if the mindset, which is usually backwards, <laughs> you know, humans, a lot of us, we can see it's not, no secret, it's backwards. It, it's like anything outside of ourselves, uh, it's others. Self might get thrown in there once in a while and possibly, I don't know, somewhere self and God would probably have taken the really, really far back burner But um, for some of us. But, it, but that's the reversed order, you know, the, the proper order would be God, self, and then others. Well, that, that's, 
Right. And you know what? Now, that's a a good perspective and concept to consider. Yeah. The way you said it that way. And, you know, my just want, you know, one last thing. What can, um, what do the spirit guides like to share with us, you know, as we wrap things up? Well, <laughs> I'm like, I know you're thinking something because when I get home, I'm like, well, that's what has to be said. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, as soon as, as soon as you ask the question, the information starts, you know, comes comes through me, and you're getting hit just through my consciousness coming through. Um, you know, it's it's just going, it's going back to, it's going back to remembering who and what we are. If we can remember who and what we are then all you know our most of our problems will be solved you know seemingly problems because again you know there really there are no problems you right know? if we take it all the way back um there's no you know it says in the course of miracles there is no storm we're kind of making it all up but we got to break it down to <laughs> we got to break it down to um but it seems very real and we're living these lives and things are happening and we're experiencing um, this reality that that seems so, so very, very real. And we can't, um, you know, we don't want to um, do more damage or hurt people by, you know, saying, by not validating that this seems, this life stuff seems very, very real. Um, again, why we should go look to self and why we should go in for contemplation, why we need to quiet that outer world. And this is where when people get into meditation and stuff like that, it's because if we don't take time to quiet that outer world and, and go within, that's where the disconnect starts to happen. And we've been disconnected for so long. And, you know, and I keep sharing with people, Mary, is that, Look, if you don't like this reality, hello, because it all even that you got to think. Okay, I don't like this reality, but what can I do to change that reality? What can I do first through me? Exactly, change the way I think, the way I feel, and what I do. Absolutely, because if we took that thought for a second of what you just said, and we take it take it inward, okay, because that's the best place to go, and you realize the real, the whole world, the, the universes, all of that. So all of it is, it, it's all really here, okay. The whole universe resides within you, within me, within us. So so it makes sense. Why would I go outside of myself to try to look at, see, or fix any of it? The real, what's really happening and going on is always within and not just within the human nature. No, we're talking about going deeper. What's really within us? What's in, within us is um, what has been with us since the beginning of time. So everything resides there. So the whole universe, you've, there was a, a channeling, a message I got. I don't remember when, but it says, um, What wow, it's in one of my notebooks, but it said something. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to find it. It was something about it was something about um, 
one man can change the entire universe if he can love himself. And it's like, wow, it's so powerful, so powerful. And I think the wordings were different, you know, as I go through my notebooks of messages and channelings, but it was like, yeah. So one man can change the entire universe if he, you know, if he can love himself first. And it's like, wow, okay. So that was pretty powerful too. Yeah, because what you think in your heart, so or, so be it, you know. And we, we got to change the heart. Right. The heart of the matter. <laughs> That's right. The heart of the matter. Exactly. That's perfect. Wow. This has been great. I love having these kind of talks with you. And I look forward to every Friday having these topics. And I'm just going to remind the audience, you know, that has joined and that are watching this on Fridays is we actually pre-record it every Thursday to upload it on Friday, but I'm going to post on Wednesday. If anybody is seeking advice or has questions on, you know, how to change their mind, what's going deep within their conscience that they're not aware of that they want to figure out in order to move forward and heal from. So that's how I do this for Friday spiritual talk and advice. It's Wednesday. I'll post something on Facebook, Instagram for you guys to ask your questions. What do you want to, you know, what topics would you like us to tap in in the spirit side of things? Oh yeah, that's when it gets really exciting. I, I, I oh yeah, give us, some, give us some topics. Ask us some questions. Yes, that's We're what I'm talking about. Yes, because it is so, fun and it's stimulating, and that in itself creates a, such an energy. You know, we're coming together and we're talking, and people are having you know questions or that, that they want answered, or or you know topics they really want to hear, so we can really dive in and. And go deep and it's fun. Who doesn't, you know, we'll learn something, we'll shift the energy, we shift the consciousness, and we can have a really good time doing it at the same time. You and me too, both. I am in agreement with you. And Mary, thank you so much for joining this. this. Awesome. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I have a blast. I love sharing. I love, you know, being the, the channel for information to come through um you know we're what we're doing now it's like it's funny because as we're doing this now i can just see i just see this this tide this ripple of energy that we've created i just see that i see i can see the motion of what we're yeah doing. i feel it <laughs> yes exactly so this is so it's cool it's fun it's exciting and you know and every time we raise the consciousness we raise our our own energy by having fun and opening up these awesome ideas and topics you know that's shifting we talk about shifting consciousness and and helping the planet and the environment well this this is this is part of it this is absolutely, absolutely. yeah and i look forward to what you know what else takes place during these little get-togethers that we're having and, and channeling and whatnot so i'm curious I, i'm the curious type yeah you know especially if it's a win-win Oh my God, exactly. This is super, so I super cool. Love it. See you next week and what we decide to 
talk on. Maybe we'll have some people, yeah, like you said, email or contact you with um, questions or ideas or things that they would like to, you know, hear more about. And really, and they can contact you too. So it, I'll leave the all the information where to get a hold of us, and we're just gonna have fun, be curious, mm -hmm. be adventurous, go on this wild ride, and waking the consciousness up. Exactly. It's so funny when you say that, or when you say like that. That you know, we're gonna go on this wild ride, and I perceive when you say that word, I see myself as one of those wildfires just charging through. <laughs> I'm on this, I'm on this huge tidal wave. Yeah, yeah. Because I love the water. Yeah, yeah, water, yeah. Fire and water, fire and water. That's perfect. Love it. All those, all the beautiful elements. See, I got the water in the background of my screen. I love the water. I love the ocean. I love it. Same water. It, it's just it's so therapeutic. It's amazing. It is. I just think it's, it's just, oh. Uh huh. I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm always, yes. And it's cool because it's like I, I, I always want to be wide of the water and I always want to be close to the sun. So I need, I want that, I want that heat. I want that sunshine. I want that, that fire and I want the water. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, I love the earth and I love the air. I love all, all of it, but definitely those two seem to be like at the forefront of, I'm just like, you know, living in, Florida, living in South Florida. I don't, I've never minded the heat that, you know, the dog days of August and stuff, it, the humid, it doesn't bother me or some people it really bothers them and they can get give them this negative effect or oh, it's so hot i can't breathe the humidity and and I, I get it i feel that same way when i go to a place that's cold you know i can find happiness and joy in anything i'm doing and i often do and i don't let the elements take total control over, definitely don't take let any of that take control over my attitude or my outlook but i will say this if I have a preference, you know, if I'm going to have a little bit of an attitude, it's going to be when I'm cold. No, I don't want to. I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be brisk. I don't want to. I want to be. I want to be warm. <laughs> so I no, you know, I was no chance I reside in the sunshine state. <laughs> Wait, hold up a second. I love the the heat too, and it's the experience of getting kissed by the sun, enjoying the water. But I also like being in the mountains and, you know, the, I don't know about living in the snow, but, you know, visiting it and it's, it's, just, it's just, you know, that cold is the frisk and it, it does, it does something yeah. to the circulation and whatnot. So it's very therapeutic, just saying, but then you could go get warmed up underneath the covers with a hot body next to you. Hello. <laughs> This, you know, and you are right. Like anytime I go to the mountains, I mean, there's an, or, you know, whether it's, um, uh, more of the East coast or Midwest, you know, you got, those aren't the spectaculars we have to see out West, but it doesn't matter. Like those babbling brooks and going to the, the, you know, the smoky mountains or the blue Ridge, or then you go out West and you got the Rockies and you got, you know, this, it's beautiful. And when I'm out there, when I'm out of, 
the sunshine state, <laughs> I take it in and I don't mind. Like you said, could I live every day of my life, you know, scraping ice off my windshields and shoveling snow? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, couldn't. Could I, I have no desire to do that. I don't. Um, but I so love and enjoy all parts of this planet, nature, that uh, you can give me the mountains and water and ocean, you know, I, I love, I love all of it. And when I go out west and to these colder environments, the snow is just, oh, it's just spectacular and beautiful. And I love having and try to walk the dogs in it and do all the earth, you know, human <laughs> stuff in it. No, I would rather do that in the heat in the warm, <laughs> <laughs> where I can wear the least amount of clothes and no shoes as possible. That's right. Me. The snowball fights, the, you know, making angels in the snow and making a that snowman. That's yeah. the fun. That's the joy yes. of being right. in the snow for me. That's why I like to visit it. I don't like yes. how I want to live in it. I just want exactly. to visit it. It's like my inner child coming out. Snowball fight! Oh, you could, yeah, you can put me in any any environment. The first thing I'm gonna do is play. In fact, <laughs> yeah. there's so many times that I'm like, I'll go, God, you know, if if I were to pick consciously the lifestyle I'd want, I would be to come to to have this life set up where all I had to do was play. <laughs> right. Play. I think we just lost that playful sight. I just want to play. Yeah, play, adventure. Go well, on. we're gonna maybe our next topic is about playing, being childlike, and you know, healing from childhood traumas that we could come back to that, to connecting with our inner child, so we could play more. Well, that's, I think that's what we should be talking about next. I, mean, next I think Friday. I think that would be fabulous because that really gets the energy up there. That really gets people in a very fun and joyous. Um, because you look at it, I mean, chill. Yeah, we can look at the, the childlike wonder, the playfulness is super important. You know, um, it, I mean, that's what keeps us so alive and vibrant. When people say, uh, you want to tap into the fountain of youth, you better become playful and get ready to have fun. Because if you want the fountain of youth, you got to get back to that self. You got to have fun. Vulnerability. You got to be, you let yourself be vulnerable, just like a child would. Children don't care. Mm -hmm. Children do not. Their whole world exists in this moment. And their imaginations are at an all-time peak until they would kind of, you know, grow out grow out of that to, I guess, development. But um, but no, that's that's it to me. I mean, staying happy, you know. And, and, and I got to say this. This is kind of cool. This is kind of cool, a, a cool, interesting thing about myself that I've discovered over the years, you know, for years, you know, I, I'm, ha I'm generally uh, overall by nature to my core. I'm, I'm a happy person. It's just been, maybe it's a gift. Maybe it's just something that came very easy for me throughout my life. Um, but that's, that is the basis. And I can remember there'll be times in my life where people that you can't always be that happy, right? Like, don't you, aren't you, it's not that things don't come up and I haven't had my share of grief or heartaches or things going on, because I have, I, you know, uh, but there's this foundation, you know, there's this nice foundation. The truth is, I am. <laughs> I am mostly. I know, I, I've known you for several years. It's a constant, it's just part of who I am. So for me, that's always, it's never been, um, 
you know, that's that's always come fairly easy because even when things are going on, uh, you know, that aren't, you know, and I don't always, you know, when you, you know, I have that same human experience of things happening that aren't, you know, but that doesn't take, it never really shakes that core joy of living or life that I, that I have. And, and, and I think the topic of playfulness and coming back to that childlike um, mindset and emotion, you know, having that emotional body going back to and aligning with the, the mindset and that deep emotional body of um, that childlike wonder and that playfulness is huge for living and being healthy and happy. Well, yeah, because you, you create your own happiness and happy is an emotion and feeling of how you feel inside. And for me, I think, you know, going back, you know, through my experience and everything, I think the true core of, of my whole being is love. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, there's something about, and granted, I've been hurt. I'm not going to say, oh, my heart's been broken. No, my heart's been hurt. My heart was never broken. I think that language, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are power in, in our words. But, it, yeah, my heart got hurt, you know, through an experience of loving somebody and being mistreated and abused and, and whatnot. But deep down, I have this love that I can't help sharing and giving. That's right. Yep, exactly. But it's like deep within cool because when it's that when it's that part of you that is really intact you know there's no outer experience that can really break that foundation you know and that's exactly what you have and that's what i have um there's this foundation of these aspects um the the love and the joy that and what comes kind of it, it right in between those is this awesome compassion you know compassion for for everything and, and I think that energy in between the two is is really amazing and very powerful, you know. It, it is. And it just gave me a different perspective on looking how, <clears throat> because it's like I am God in this female form and I'm connected to the, the life force energy of this God. And when I connected to that, I've always had this. Yes. You know, and I have like conversations with God, like the book. Oh, I, I've read that book four times, but I actually like have conversations like as if yes. I go from, cause I'm the female aspect. He's yes. the male aspect of the energy, you know, communicating. And I'm like, so all this time <laughs> I was like, wow. So all this time they were like in me, I'm you, you're me, but I'm in the female version. And, you're just having an experience with me and you really don't care. Like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, wow. When I started understanding about the aspects of love, he's like, you are pure love. Kimberly. You have the biggest heart. Right. You know, that cares deeply. And when you <laughs> get hurt, you hurt deeply, but you get back up. And you and you and you manage to heal yourself. You manage to keep going, but you just have this pure love essence of you. And when you go places and you meet people, children, animals, they ha they know 
they feel, they sense that connection. They want to connect with that pure love essence of who you are. Absolutely. You know, and it's kind of, it's really cool because, you know, love, love as the way we are love, true love or divine love that, that unconditional, that whole love, the essence of who, who we are, that foundation loves for the sake of loving and that that was in conversations with god and, and probably a million other books i don't know but i know it was in one of the conversations with god books when it talks about love simply loves for the sake of loving which means that eliminates the the mindset of any kind of judgment as soon as we put a throw any kind of an intellectual judgment or conscious judgment in there it changes the the roots of of love love loves for the sake of loving. And it, it's so cool because then when people like ourselves come along and there's that component between joy, that that core of joy and love is that compassion. And I feel that from the from that original aspect as well, we can love for the sake of loving. Let, let me tell you, when I get, and I'm, I know this is the same for you too, when I get clients, not just clients, when I get clients, but also anybody that enters my life, whether it's brief encounters through the grocery store or you know long term or whatever it is um there's there's that there's that vision there's that that there's what i see again you know everything else disappears and you no longer see the the problems the hurts the unhealthiness the things that they're coming to to hopefully get insights or heal within themselves so all that's there but all of that kind of goes away and you think i find myself working with individuals uh, that are a little bit more um, that may that would be very difficult for people to work with, or maybe difficult for people who ha don't operate from that unconditional love point to um, accept or or see or you know. So I, I get a lot of these people uh, spirit they either drawn to me or spirit brings them to me um, that most most other people would probably ignore, walk away, <laughs> or or would not even work with. You know, and these are the individuals that I find sometimes coming into that come and connect with me or that look seek to, to have help. All of that disappears. And I find myself doing this work, especially in session. And I'm looking I'm looking at this this soul and sitting in front of me or lying in the, chair, the recliner when I'm doing hypnosis, whatever, whatever's going on. And I'm so overwhelmed with the love I'm seeing how can i love how can my eyes be tearing up with love for this being that i i only met today that maybe emailed me a few days ago you know so so i'm just like how you know how deep this love you know how can it can can it can come from even a seemingly total stranger sitting in front of me somebody by by all appearance if you were a, a regular human being were to walk in front of would probably grab their purse or be like oh my god i don't want to be in that energy or i don't want to or look at that you know and it's like that's not the way that, that's not the way it works and those are the kind of people that i do find you know as well as you know all kinds of people <laughs> That work with but it's such an it but it's such, it was such a cool experience and it was it's been a really ex cool experience to find within myself that there is such a love like you said that love and the love and i know you get this too that love that loves for the sake of loving because all that disappears when you're in the presence of love that's what's experienced i don't care what that person looks like i don't care what if they're um 
a little bit, you know, if their EQ is low, if they're emotionally, they're 12, or if they've got all these mm -hmm. things going on, that disappears. That doesn't matter. I see the perfection of love. I see the wholeness of these, this person, you know, in front of me, coming to me, you know, and it's kind of cool and not to be all, you know, that it's all me. It's, it's the essence of me that I have been willing to look at and accept and bring forth within my humanness. We all can do it. It goes back to remembering. I'm not special. I'm not greater. I'm not more divine than anybody else on, on this planet. The only difference between me and maybe some other people is that I remember. You know, I know that about myself. I remember those truths and as well as you do. And that's why we are able to help others because there's a part of us that know that it's a knowing. We remember, mm -hmm. we know it as part of our truth. Where others, the only thing that might separate us is that knowing and that remembering. That well, we that, and so does and I'm glad you brought that up because I also, you know, remembering and that how I remembered is, you know, by reading, studying, researching, you know, going through my meditations and, you know, just having my conversations with the essence wow. of God, you know, we're having little powwows. And let me tell I you something, I've had some Mexican God. standoffs with him and, you know, <laughs> I'll go like go off on him going, what about that? Da, da, da? And then he'll just take me to a whole nother level. And I went, Oh yeah. See, it brings me like back to, he knows we're the human beingness of it. And we're so, and because I'm so deeply, you know, caring and loving, not only about human beings, but this planet that I live on, when I start to see things and I'm not understanding, I, I go to him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you, you know, why are we allowing this to happen? What part am I not connecting here? <laughs> That's know? right. And then he'll just take me to this level to where I just, I can't help but stop and go, oh, oh, that makes exactly. sense. Okay. All right. I, I feel you on that. I, I get it. I'm understanding, you know. But it's just, you know, going through that process and, and remembering and whatnot. Now, when I look at human beings, I want is compassion. Because the compassion is oh. And granted, I've experienced many forms of abuse, but I look at that person. I probably don't even understand where your mindset is and, you know, why you're going through this. I couldn't even, you know, like imagine to a degree, but I wish you well, like I bless you. Things will get better for you. I'm always doing that whenever I meet somebody that, you know, and it, it's, that's the way. And I just say, I love you. Exactly. You know, I don't have to say it out loud. Well, as I'm walking by, I'm like, oh, bless you, you know, bless your heart, bless your soul. I can't imagine what got you where you're at, but I love you and it will exactly. get better. You know, because I'm sending that love vibration to that person. I don't really have to talk to him or her. Right. No, you don't have to because energetically, you know, energetically or consciously, that's how we change, you know, that's exactly how, how we, you know, we can give. That's how we ch can change the 
you know, what's going to happen. And, and we can change, you know, how do you help situations or people when you hear catastrophes happening around the world or this or that. And it's like, well, we do it just, just the way you described. That's how we help. You know, we hold them in our vibrationally, in our consciousness. Everything's going to be okay. This is going to pass. You're still loved. You're safe, you know, because they're not feeling whatever's happening, whatever tragedy, whatever's going on around the, you know, on the opposite side of the world. The, the way that we can help them is through our consciousness and energy. They're not, you know, right. and, and they don't know that they can still feel safe. There's somebody else who's putting that energy, that consciousness behind them, that they're they're safe. Their needs are going to be met they're really okay you know but we can do that energetically we can do that through that higher consciousness of, of love and compassion and it does work energy doesn't we already know how energy works human energy mm -hmm. we know that 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 there's no there's nowhere it can't be there's nothing it can't you know so what i would encourage the audience is become the greatest best expression of your true authentic self whatever that is how can you be the greatest expression of yourself for today and do it day by day moment by moment absolutely absolutely staying in the staying in the moment because that's really where creation happens is in the present you're generating not just creating you are generating, generating. There's always, always a generation of that energy coming from us, a thought, a feeling, an emotion. So we just got, you know, they, they were trying to do that in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, love, peace and love. That was a huge, that was one of the, that was a huge consciousness shift, a huge awakening for that time and that era, you know, and what, what chains it needed to be broken at that time. And that was, I think that was a huge one and it was beautiful. It, I think it was, it was just amazing when you think about, you know, what was going on and, and the culturally and community and community and, and throughout our country and the world of what was going on, but especially in our country. And, you know, those, those people, those individuals made some huge breakthroughs, you know, and the one, and it's cool because, you know, even the ones, you know, when we're, you know, that you'll find that in situations like that, that, you know, in order to be that love or that peace, some of them had to, um, some of them had to get in groups. You had to riot, you know, you had to step outside of that to bring that consciousness, that awareness back, you know, um, all, all of it women that's where we got a lot of you know a lot of the women were speaking up and and breaking out of their molds and, and that they had been you know put in and it was just you know it was it was fa fabulous yeah because women didn't have a vote back then they didn't have a voice no you know they were put into this you know this the script this role that, that that we were to play and and they, they, people got tired of it and the men got tired of it with the wars and, and people wanted peace and people were like, this is it. We've had enough. And that's probably like, there was a huge wave when people really came together for one thought, you know, that there was a sense of one mindedness there. There was large groups of people thinking and feeling the same way, but they were willing to do make changes. They were willing to do things about it together. You mm -hmm. know, it was a big, a big part of that shift was because, you know, when, when, 
when, when the mind, when people's thinking or thought or idea of change starts to um, fit together or harmonize or come to the same place, that's when change really happens. That was a big one. Yeah. And, and, but I noticed that, you know, in times now passed by and how history keeps repeating itself. Yeah. I believe in, you know, speaking your voice and yeah, peaceful riots, but you know, we got to get out of that old energy of having to have violence all the time. It doesn't, yeah. it's just feeding into the, you know, history repeating itself and feeding into that cancer of that energy that keeps replaying itself exactly i mean we can all have a gathering and all talk as human beings to another human being and be able to express the way we feel get a better understanding and looking at it in a different perspective absolutely i mean for instance you know back then the difference was when they took to, I mean, for, for some of it, I feel, especially in the beginning, um, it was, it, it was a different energy, the energy and the mindset behind their taking to the streets of the writing. That's why it was more calm in certain situations. And probably towards the beginning is the mind, the heart and the mind was in agreement. A lot of these people, these large groups of people, this was not about destruction. This was not coming up of a place of, of hate, um, our own insecurities, fears, hates, angers, resentments, you know, that kind of right. That's what we were seeing in the more recent days. That's the kind of stuff we've been seeing because it's not coming from what's happening is, is that people are writing from their hurts, their pain, their, their own wounds, their own resentments and fears. So there's a difference at that time. People were coming from their heart. They were saying this has to change. And we're willing to come together with one mind and one heart, but pretty damn close and create those changes. The energy behind that was so different. What we have today is a bunch of hurt people so cut off that we are all practically insane and we're trying to riot and make changes with that. You're never going to make changes coming from pain and suffering because what you're going to produce and what you're going to see is pain and suffering. Fix this. Come from a place of want of, if we're going to change this. We're going to change this because what we want with with and from the idea of what it is that we want to see produced, what we want the effect to be. You can't. Yeah. You know, you're coming from a place of, of, of hurt and and long stemming generational hurts. When we think about maybe other cultures or or African-Americans and and, you know, when we look at that whole scene, you know, legends of, of hurt. So we. Again, like we were talking about earlier, you know, you, you we we gather together and, and we start to heal those hurts and we say, you know what, we want change. And that's is going to come from a desire, a heart's desire for real healing and change. Now, coming together like that and taking to the streets is going to first of all, it's going to look totally different. And second of all, it's going to start to produce results because it's not just taking to the streets. Now you've got a whole bunch of people that are willing to come together from the same heart or say mind um and they're going to continue to go to any link so so they're not going to stop when the taking to this when the, when the cameras are off of them they're not going to stop when the groups stop rioting they're going to they're going to follow through they're going to they're going to make sure and stay together that these changes happen they're going to see it through to the end you know all right i'm all for that and it depends, you know, that's the difference, you know, you can have, you can have large groups of disconnected 
ego people. And that's what's been going on. And that's why we're reaping the results <laughs> of that. Mindset. Over repeatedly, like it's Groundhog's Day when it comes to yeah. that. Or you can get a large group of people that are coming from a different place. And that's very, very powerful. And big changes can occur that way too. And that's what we invite people to do is to come together with the same, start to, to start to allow our minds and our hearts to fall generally into the same um, place. And then as we, we as a group, as you know, large numbers of us kind of move together, um, man, we're talking, you know, serious change can happen. Awesome change. You know, what we really want to see a lot of people talk about, but are unwilling to do it because again, going back kind of in circles is most people are unwilling to look at themselves. They're not willing to face, you know, they're so afraid of facing themselves and what's going on inside. And it's like, you know, the, the tiger you're holding by the tail is you. Well, you're, you're a hostage to your ego. You become a prisoner. And when you go through that change, the freedom and the liberation of really connecting to your true, authentic self, you could become whoever you want to be. Exactly. And that it's like we're living other people's lives. Oh, we got to talk more about that on another Friday. Oh, oh we got yeah, well, to have a broader role. Now people are going to be coming on and listening to like two hour podcasts. I know, right? <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> I know we could talk about this. This is like the kind of stuff I love to talk about because I'm just Me talking too. about it and I'm trying to get intuitive, you know, feedback as well. Sometimes I don't get, uh, and like, I'm not seeking intuitive advice. I'm just getting intuitive feedback. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Just to get a perspective on the spiritual side, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that I do feel very strongly that next week's topic should be on that playfulness and that childlike um, aspect and mindset, you know, and even that'll integrate even into, you know, youth and children and the importance of yes that focus as well okay that's fine Yay. with me so you all gotta stay tuned for next friday because it's gonna be more good if we keep stuff. talking we're gonna be talking through we're gonna talk next friday's conversation now <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to wait till next friday we'll just do it all today no <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, Mary, for joining. It's such a pleasure having you on Wake Up With KC. It's awesome. And thank you for inviting me and having me. I just absolutely adore you, and I love these conversations. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Well, there you go. Look forward to next Friday. It's going to be me and Mary. Spiritual talk and spiritual advice and some good insight, just good conversation. And hopefully it helps you think differently. And, you know, together we can do things and make a difference and an impact. And it's time. So if you're ready, just join us every Friday. Learn something. Join me on Wake Up With KC because I have other guests coming. And um, it's going to be interesting for sure. A wild ride. Get ready. Buckle up, buttercup. It's going to get good.
Would you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? I've been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs>